Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Hello, hello, this is Sister Day, and welcome back to Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. This is Sister Veritas. It's a real gift to be back and to be talking today about let love give you peace. Amen. Wow. Something we all long for. One of the deepest desires of the human heart. Tell me about it, sister. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's the one thing, actually, that if we don't have, nothing else matters in a way. Yeah. You know, like, yep. it's like, it's it, we're all, we're in a knot, we're in t- tossed mm-hmm. up. Um, it, it It is the kind of the linchpin of of life of the good life it's true i think it's kind of like water you mm-hmm. know like for the body it's kind of like water for the soul mm-hmm. is peace mm-hmm. and a soul feels right when it when it's in peace right i mean i don't know have you has anyone ever stolen your peace before sister you know they were <laughs> there were some attempts <laughs> and the devil tries but actually i remember this one uh story i was um, going to costco to shop it was ash wednesday which is probably one of the worst days to shop ever because you know, there's the fast of the church, so you're very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> all the free samples. All the free samples. The killer. The beautiful smells. And um, and so going to Costco, I think I was looking at the nuts, and uh, had my ashes from, from Mass. And this little old lady comes up to me. <laughs> she looks at me. She's shorter than me. And she looks at me. She goes, oh, you have ashes. And she proceeds to take her thumb and wipe the ashes off my head and put them on her head and walk away. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> she stole my ashes. She stole my ashes. My jaw literally dropped. Um, but, you know, she didn't steal my peace, sister. Amen. I was able to to laugh and to join it. But it's... It's hysterical. It's hysterical. But, it, you know, a lot of things try to steal our peace and... and uh, yeah, I didn't let that one happen. Hey, but way to go. Thanks. Thanks. There's a little victory. <laughs> Amen. But, but I think it's yeah, I think it's true that everyone's looking for it though. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure you've had encounters of you know You know, I would have to say living in New York City, mm-hmm. it's probably the the question I get most often. Mm-hmm. Um actually there was a memorable time I was walking on the Upper East Side and I came across these movers, so they were moving someone out of an apartment. And uh, one of them was taking a little bit of a break, you know, so he was just sitting on the side of the sidewalk. And um, I have to tell you, he was one of the biggest guys I've ever seen. Wow. Um, like, at least six foot six. Wow. Huge guy. Um, he's the guy you want on your team to help you move. <laughs> and, and you know, probably, you know, pretty tough looking. And, and again, I, I love smiling at everybody. So I just kind of smiled and nodded as I walked by. And he just said, hey, sister. He's like, do you have a second? Mm. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, brother, I do. And I just sat next to him. And um, and he just, he asked that question. Um, sister, is peace possible? Mm. You know, where do you get it? Where do you find it? Um, and it and it was just, I guess, unexpected. And yet, there we were, honestly, like brother and sister, sitting on the side of the street, um, swapping our own um faith stories and weeping honestly like the conversation and and really exchanging christ actually Mm -hmm. and in that encounter um and sharing that gift 
um, recovering a sense of Christ's presence in our lives. Mm. And in that, uh, just finding such peace. Wow. Uh, so we kind of found uh, the very thing while well, he was looking for. And yeah, please, God, I carry with me mm. um, through the grace of my own life. But yeah, I'll never forget him. Wow. And um, a beautiful encounter. But I think uh, hearkens to the reality that uh, we're all desirous mm. of this gift of peace. And, um, you know, God is love. And if we want to let love give us peace, we we turn to him mm. as the source and as the great giver. Um, as Christians, it's been given. And how do we claim this thing? Amen. I will. I would. I am so excited to talk about this. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, do you want to kick us off with a prayer, sister? I would love to. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you and bless you for your goodness. Lord, you are the Prince of Peace. You promise us peace. We ask you, Lord, to fill us right now with your presence, uh, your peace, your joy. Lord, help us to know uh, your goodness, but also your desire for our happiness. And Lord, we turn over to you right now any places in our hearts that are lacking peace, any relationships, any situations in our life. We ask you to be present there. We entrust ourselves to you and to our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Okay, so um, what is peace, sister? Wow, it's the million-dollar question, sister. <laughs> well, I think first, I think there's two factors to peace. Mm-hmm. One, um, it, there's an absence of conflict, right, mm-hmm. or an absence of war, or... Uh, an absence of kind of things that shake up. You know, I think the dictionary says, um, yeah, freedom from disturbance or mm-hmm. tranquility, right? Nice. So that there's kind of that uh, kind of sense of absence of those things. Mm-hmm. But actually, and especially the Christian understanding of peace, peace is a presence. Mm. Um, because only, it's a presence of someone, capital S, because only actually Jesus can bring true peace. Wow. Right? So it's... Um, yeah, both an absence and a presence. Um, but it's what fulfills us ultimately, you know, um, mm. and what our hearts are created for, for that peace. Well, I love that. So it's someone. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, this presence that is with us. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of discovering him in our midst. And well, and I love um, thinking about this in terms of scripture, because if we look at the word of God, mm-hmm. it's a great place to go to to begin to understand um, this promise, this gift, um, this presence mm-hmm. within our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, to, to, to think that Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled. Right. It was actually a command. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an invitation that Jesus is saying, don't let your hearts be troubled. Right. Um, what a profound, bold thing to say to the human person who I have to tell you, yeah, it's easy. I have a thousand good reasons, I think, or I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, they're probably not good, but I have a thousand reasons yeah. um, that I, I could lose my peace totally in this moment. Totally. And here is a God right. who is saying, do not let your hearts be troubled. Isn't it amazing? 
because it's like I look at my life and it's like okay I, I failed here and this person was mean to me here and um, my financial troubles and I can't do this thing and the list goes on right amen I'm discouraged about this and it's like of course these are you know valid reasons we, as you're saying we think to, to lose our peace but the kind of radical claim of Christ and command I love that you say that actually yeah. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, he he's speaking with authority there. Authority, and while well, he's backed it up, yeah, in the sense that this is one of the first gifts mm-hmm. he gave his disciples mm-hmm. after his resurrection, right? And I think it's in the resurrection, um, as we lean into that mystery, mm-hmm. that this command mm-hmm. is fair yeah. for Christ to to give us, in a sense that he showed them his hands, mm-hmm. his wounded side. Um, listen, my dear disciples, mm-hmm. peace. Mm-hmm. Like, in a sense, whatever you've got, whatever you're suffering, whatever, whatever you're burdened by, uh, whatever, wherever you suffer death, mm-hmm. wherever you suffer and suffer, mm-hmm. um, there is a power that is greater, mm-hmm. and it has been won for you, mm-hmm. and let me in, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Yeah. Turn to me. Yeah. And, and that's what he says, come. Yeah. Come without, you don't need money. You don't need nothing. Just come. come. Just turn your mind, turn your heart Mm -hmm. to gaze upon me, to gaze upon my wounded side, Mm -hmm. to praise your troubles in my sacred heart. Mm -hmm. And let me consume them all with my love. Wow. As you're speaking, sister, I'm I'm moved. Like it's, I want that. We all, I think we all Mm -hmm. want that, you Mm -hmm. know. And and it makes me think of, um, even there's a scripture from John 14, right? He says, my peace I leave with you. This is before his passion. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. And this is really interesting. Not as the world gives do I give it mm. to you. Um, let your hearts, uh, let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. It's like his peace actually, it, it's different. It's, it's different. It's deeper. It's alive. Because his peace is not just I'm in a hammock on a nice day with no work and all my relationships are going well. That's not, I mean, that's nice, but that's not his peace. Mm. His peace is solid and alive and... Uh, In our midst. Yeah, and something that can't be touched, actually, by anything of this world. Wow, sister. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. Mm-hmm. Peace is possible wherever I am, mm-hmm. whatever I'm looking at, mm-hmm. whatever I'm carrying, mm-hmm. real things. Um, but, you know, actually, it reminds me of a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, you're gonna have to stick with me. <laughs> so, um, my sister mm-hmm. back in the day regularly was a babysitter for mm-hmm. these three kids, and she um, <laughs> one time she wasn't able to to babysit these kids, and so she asked her older brother, who was 16, and I would say not your ideal babysitting time. <laughs> so he didn't babysit, probably a little reckless little uh, at times, <laughs> and such and so forth. So she, she's like, listen, you'll get a few bucks. And he's like, fine, I'll do it for the money. I'll go and I'll take care of the kids for you. So my brother went, he came back, and everything seemed peaceful, fine. <laughs> and uh, until the next time this family called and for a babysitter, but they didn't ask for my sister. They asked for my brother. Ooh. Right. <laughs> my sister was like, okay, what the heck? Like, how did you steal my babysitting charges? Like, this is crazy. 
And my brother told her, he's like, listen, it was easy. <laughs> and she's like, what did you do? And so he said, this is all I did. I went, I sat the kids down as soon as I got there. And I said, all right, if you can make me a sandwich using anything you can find in the refrigerator, anything, anything you can find that I can't eat, <laughs> uh, you can stay up as late as you want. But if I eat it, then you have to go to bed and do what I tell you. So these kids happily spent the next hour building this giant, most disgusting sandwich you've ever seen. Like, you can just imagine what's Uh, in the average refrigerator. Right. And then they watched my brother eat every single last bite. Oh, my gosh. And then they went to bed happily defeated. (laughs) And this is what I would encourage, actually, like... Build the sandwich. Make that sandwich. Fill it with your worries, your anxieties, your fears. Mm. Name them. Mm. Shake them out on the table. Build that sandwich. And then push it towards the Lord. Mm. Because the Lord's like, bring it. Let me consume it mm. um, with my love, with my mercies. Um, because it's, it's bigger and it's real. Mm-hmm. And even if your suffering remains suffering, mm. I want to come in there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that in a sense... I can I can have peace because Jesus Christ is peace himself. He's the prince of peace. Mm. And if um he if I can give him permission to enter into my life, mm. enter into my stuff, mm. um all of a sudden those places will be transformed. Wow. And wow. I don't know. I like to think of that story. I sister, I love that story. Yeah, his his appetite for our stuff is way bigger than even the teenage boy. Yeah, and there's like <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. But it's like, I love it because it's like, there's nothing he can't handle. Like, right. at, I mean, like you're saying, the biggest worries, biggest concerns, the smallest, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, he wants to take it yep. because he, he, he knows we don't need to carry it. No. He's got it. Well, even, sister, listen to this scripture. It's in Matthew. And it's a little long, but like, allow yourself to sink into it because mm. it's just stunning. Uh, what a promise is stitched into the Word of God. It says, Your Heavenly Father knows what you need. Um, it continues, That is why I'm telling you not to worry about your life and what you are to eat, nor about your body and how you are to clothe it. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the sky. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your Heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they are? But which of you can add any time to your life by worrying? And why do you worry about clothing? Look how the lilies of the field grow. They neither work nor spin. Yet I assure you that not even Solomon in all his glory was robed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not clothe you much better? O you of little faith, So do not worry, saying, What will we eat? What will we drink? Or what will we wear? It is the Gentiles who set their hearts on all these things. Your Heavenly Father knows you need them. Mm. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's so beautiful. The Father knows. He knows. And and to let ourselves be carried by Him, held by Him, Mm -hmm. taken care of, fathered by Him. Mm And every everything about our life is significant to him. Mm. Everything matters to him. 
Wow. You know, and he he's he's also I mean we mentioned this in another episode, but he's got, he wants to fight for his children, mm-hmm. um, and against anything that will take away our peace, right? Like, Amen. there's a great actually another scripture in Leviticus, which is perhaps lesser read, <laughs> <laughs> but it says, you know, I will give I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none will make you afraid. I will rid the land of evil beasts, you know, and the sword will not go through your land. Who says that? That's a good father mm-hmm. who loves his children, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, won't stand for anything um, that will rob them of that peace. It's beautiful. It reminds me of um, Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. And as I think about it, though, it's like, okay, great. Like, these are beautiful words, mm-hmm. but how do I get them um, into my heart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially, and I guess... I don't know, when I think about it, three things come to mind. Um, Because I think every day it's a battle. Mm -hmm. It's a battle. It is, sister. And and I would say, what are some of my big wins against Mm -hmm. not letting those Mm -hmm. little foxes steal my my peace? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think first it's naming what are the big culprits. Mm -hmm. I think actually taking time to name, okay, these are the top three peace stealers in my life. Mm And naming them is actually growing in the facility to uh, claim, right? let Jesus claim them mm-hmm. so that they can be tamed. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry about the rhyme. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. Name them, let Jesus claim them right. so that they can be tamed. Right. Um, and, yeah. and actually, to be honest, like in Genesis, God gave us the authority to name the creatures, right? Mm-hmm. There's a power and an authority to naming something. Um, yep. And we can when we can even recognize like, whatever you know these three things that are causing you to steal my peace or or just even the fact like aha the evil one there he is again he's trying to take my peace to name it yes. to say it you're already you're already half won the battle right there there it is yeah there it is to name it mm-hmm. turn it over to jesus mm-hmm. jesus what do you want to do with this mm-hmm. what's your word to me here mm-hmm. um and allowing it to be tamed which that would bring number two mm-hmm. is actually prayer mm-hmm. it's like this capacity within the stride of your day Mm -hmm. to pull back Mm -hmm. because I know that a huge place that I often trip is that I get over involved Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) right Right? we all can do that (laughs) try to figure it out there I jump into the tumbleweed and there I go shooting down main Mm -hmm. street in this tumbleweed Mm -hmm. and and I lose my my ground basically Mm -hmm. I lose facility in being able to with perspective Mm -hmm. acknowledge what it is that's bothering me chasing me disturbing me Mm -hmm. um and so it's like pulling back Mm -hmm. taking a miracle minute pulling back with the Lord and allowing him to shepherd allowing him to father allowing Mm -hmm. him to save letting Mm -hmm. God be God Mm -hmm. but actually it's a discipline I have to to live in stepping back right not putting my hands in the pot Right. Well, to be honest, it actually reminds me a little bit of um, poison ivy experiences. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> because it's like you get caught in the poison ivy and, you know, it's, you don't know you've touched it. But then, then when you realize, it's like you're trying to fix it. But actually, what the best thing is, you actually need to be to let the shoes be washed, the sheets be washed. Like you don't yes. want to keep, um, keep touching those, you know, those where that oil is because yes. it's going to make it worse and worse. And all of a sudden you're, you're aflame with rash and you're in <laughs> terrible itching pain. But it's, it's true. It's kind of like the more we, we try to do it on mm-hmm. our own or wrestle with it or figure it out, the more terrible it, yes. it gets, you know? Yes. And here it is. Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I'm going to turn to you. Yeah. I'm, 
I'm going to bank yeah. in on that that word, that yeah. promise, that invitation, that command. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be um, kind of number three is um, standing your ground. Mm-hmm. Like standing where? In the covenant, mm-hmm. that the real covenant that I have been established in through my baptism, mm-hmm. which is one of love. It's one that's forever. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I have, I have but to actually the greatest power of simply like reposing in it, mm-hmm. acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. And that in itself will, will give space to letting God be God. Mm-hmm. Um, letting love now into to whatever it is that mm-hmm. I'm, I've been swimming in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like pulling back, but also accessing and turning my eyes to, to claim the gift mm-hmm. that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, just a thought. I don't know if you have any quick, quick thoughts or yeah. tricks, tricks in the trade of um, <laughs> tricks in the trade. To well, I, I love all those, sister. Um, and I think kind of a, a joint aspect to that too is, is the reality that it's in His will that mm. I find peace. You know, in His will is our peace. Love you know, that. What does that mean exactly, right? Like, you know, we, often people talk about God's will, God's will. And it's like, okay. But actually, it's there's a couple different layers to it. Kind of like, we're, first of all, we're made, like we're, we're kind of hardwired for life and love, mm-hmm. right? And um, anything less than than what we're made for, true life, true love, is not only not going to satisfy, it's going to wound and confuse us mm-hmm. and hurt us, right? It's like, I remember you once mentioning, like, what you know, what we eat matters. It affects our body. If I'm right. eating junk, it's going to affect my system. It's mm-hmm. going to affect my intestines and all those other things <laughs> inside of me, you know? But it's like, it's there's a, there's a law of the body, mm-hmm. but also the law of the heart, um, and it matters. Um, and so living in his will actually is, is kind of um, allowing ourselves to, to live in accordance with the happiness he made us for. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we don't do that, we feel it, mm-hmm. right? So this could be, for example, um, like on a, on a moral level, yep. right? Certain things that, you know, like we know the Ten Commandments, other things. But if I'm living in such a way um, kind of that I know is not in accord with what God wants, you know, some kind of uncharity or whatever, different things with life and love. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, yeah, not what God has kind of desired for us. Um, it's it's going to, I'll never, I'll never be able to get peace, actually, if I'm living in that, that place of sin, uh, because it's completely contradictory to my own person. Hmm. You know, like I'm, yeah. Sin lets us down. It does. Yeah, it's, it does. We're not made for it. No, it lies about who we are. Yeah. Um, and it, it actually it makes us settle for much worse than mm-hmm. uh, than less, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I think one is kind of looking and just encouraging all of us, but to make it really an examination of conscience. What are the ways that I'm, maybe habits I've lived in or decisions I've made that I'm living in that are not in accordance with God's plan for life and love or my happiness mm-hmm. um and and you know maybe i need to pray for courage mm. to to look at those places and address them and to let love in there and let love kind of you know even if i can't even lift my head let him lift my head and turn him you amen. know turn it back amen I that, yeah oh it's beautiful yeah, it helps, in, in his will is our peace and i hear you mm-hmm. yeah choosing for mm-hmm. the things that we've been made for the mm-hmm. good things that we've been made for mm-hmm. truth beauty, goodness, mm-hmm. um, avoiding sin, mm-hmm. um, living in goodwill mm-hmm. towards ourselves with a reverence towards mm-hmm. ourselves and 
uh, to our brothers and sisters. Um, well, and even it, it reminds me of kind of the hard choice mm-hmm. sometimes, but the beautiful choice of, of choosing for mm-hmm. and in a way to maintain and to um, hold peace deep in our hearts. I don't know if you've ever heard of Jerome Lejeune. I have. I love him. <laughs> you love him. I love him. Okay, he's, um, his cause is open for canonization. He's the father of modern genetics. Um, He died just in 1994. Mm -hmm. So he's really a man of our times. But just, I'm going to, in length, actually tell you a bit about his life. Um, Because he speaks so powerfully Mm -hmm. to, at what you're speaking to, sister, that God's, as we follow God's will, Mm -hmm. as we choose for Mm -hmm. uh, the good things and his his unfolding of love in our lives, mm-hmm. um, it honors us and it fills us, mm-hmm. even in the trials and the challenges mm-hmm. and the hard yes, it can cost, mm-hmm. but actually it gains for us what we truly desire. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was a scientist and a doctor in France. Um, he was a father of five. He had a beautiful wife. Um, and he actually discovered um, the extra chromosome that causes Down syndrome. Wow. So, yes, it was a huge discovery at the time. And um, because, anyway, for many reasons. Um, and he, had, he even discovered six more uh, chromosomal anomalies, which were huge. And actually, his contributions easily would have put him on the top of the list to receive a Nobel a Prize. Right. Because, um, I mean, these are huge advances. Right. Um, but something happened. Hmm. Um, in the late 60s, there was a, a popular TV program that aired this debate on questioning, um, you know, should we um, abort children with Down syndrome or with um, adverse prenatal diagnoses? And in a sense, this was the dawn when those things were just, we were just gaining traction towards being able to discover them. Mm-hmm. And the next day, um, he went into work. So Jerome had seen this, um, but he went into work and uh, one of his patients was 10-year-old Pierre, who had Down syndrome. And he had come in for an appointment, and he was crying. Mm. And his mother shared with uh, Jerome, he said, you know, he watched the debate on TV last night. And this little child, 10 years old, threw his arms around Dr. Lejeune's neck, mm. and he said to him, they want to kill us. You've got to defend us. We're just too weak, and we don't know how. And at that moment, um, Jerome was cut to the heart. Mm. And he, what he knew is that he had to dedicate his life to protect um, the gift of life wow. of, of this little one. And, you know, all those uh, like him, you know, that uh, there was an inherent dignity that they carried and a sacredness to their lives. Um, so he went about actually seeking um, a cure for the disease um, and actually was quite unsettled and horrified to know that his discovery originally was leading mm-hmm. then to them, um, you know, being prenatal diagnoses and um, leading to termination of pregnancies. Right. Yeah. And so um, he even was invited to the United Nations to speak, um, and he actually used that opportunity to invite this reform and to invite an openness to reverencing the sacred dignity of all human life, um, and um, especially. In, in the issues of life, which again are delicate and mm-hmm. difficult. And, um, and he wrote that night to his wife and he said, today I lost my Nobel prize. Wow. He knew that it cost him in a sense, the worldly, um, recognition mm-hmm. of his accomplishments. Um, but in a sense, 
he knew what he'd gained is is that peace mm -hmm. of doing God's will and mm -hmm. following after the Lord's invitation and the gifts that God had given them and, mm -hmm. and honoring the Lord in and through them. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of his last words uh, before he died, uh, he, he basically shared with a friend, I've given um, those with Down syndrome, those like maybe suffering from adverse prenatal diagnoses, um, I had given them my life, and my life is all I had. And he felt like he didn't give them enough. Wow. Um, and he died on Easter Sunday. Oh, my gosh. And told a priest uh, just before he died, he said, I've never betrayed my faith. Wow. Um, people say he was one of the most joyful, mm. peace-filled people wow. that they've ever met. He radiated peace, wow. radiated uh, joy, and um, was an incredible man, incredible man who lived for this truth that God mm -hmm. had revealed to mm -hmm. his heart, stayed true to it. It cost him dearly mm -hmm. on many levels, professionally uh, and, and otherwise. And yet um, he's, his cause is now open. Wow. Um, so it's incredible. It's sister. incredible. It's a powerful story. Mm -hmm. I mean, what a beautiful man. Mm -hmm. And just the witness of, of like, look at, look at this. I mean, in, in our world, what is one of the most, prestigious awards in on the planet right the nobel peace prize mm -hmm. right like if you've gotten that you kind of like made it yeah right like <laughs> hands down like for sure and it's interesting it's like the nobel peace prize and it's all worth it yeah for him to speak truth to speak according to god's will in order to gain the deeper peace the greater peace um I, it's such a powerful testimony and i think a witness to to each of us right because we all get in situations in our life where there's there's a battle and there's maybe a uh, temptation to compromise in whatever way, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, and we know, and I think in our lives too, like we all kind of know the experience of when we have compromised mm -hmm. and the experience of it eating at us or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that is. And and to be honest, I think this is reflected in a lot of, a lot of the world because you search up peace or, you know, ask people and they're looking for inner peace, right? Mm -hmm. This is even one of the main facets of Kung Fu Panda, right? Inner <laughs> peace. <laughs> But, but we know, like, when we've compromised and we, we don't have it. Mm -hmm. um, and just the witness of, of Jerome Lejeune to, to not compromise. Amen. Um, and the treasure that he, that he retained. Amen, in that. sister. Yeah. And even in a sense, I love it, in Christianity, there is no dead ends. So it's mm -hmm. like, as you become aware of mm -hmm. compromises, mm -hmm. amen, be mm -hmm. humbly real. Mm -hmm. um, we have this incredible gift in the sacraments of confession, mm -hmm. of prayer, bringing ourselves to the Lord, mm -hmm. and knowing that, begin again. Mm -hmm. Now I begin again. Mm -hmm. And it's actually that easy yeah. to get back in the game and to begin new yeah. in in. Let yourself be covered by Christ's precious blood yeah. in the sacrament of confession yeah. and be made new. And, yep. I think, Sister, and I think that's a huge point, actually. The sacrament of confession is like this, you know, seal the deal. Like, if, if you're looking for peace, I just want to say this to anyone. If you're looking for peace and you haven't gotten to confession in a long time, go. Go to yeah. confession. Spill everything. Tell everything. Yeah. Don't hold anything back. Yeah. And it's, he will give you peace. Yes. It, it's, it's, um, there's nothing like confession. It's almost, it's the sacrament of freedom. It's the sacrament of peace. Um, it'll make you a saint. Amen. Actually. And, and you know, and I love what you're saying too, but all the saints, I think peace was a mark of all the saints. Mm. Whatever their past, you know, I think of, he's not a saint yet, but Jacques Fesch, the prisoner, the, he murdered someone, was in prison and converted in prison. 
and was filled with peace and joy, you know? It's powerful. Um, or you think of the, the martyrs, of uh, the French martyrs, the Compagnon, you know, walking to their martyrdom singing because they're so filled with peace, Amen. right? You know, or even St. John Fisher, you know, on his, waiting for his martyrdom in the Tower of London. And uh, the guard will come up at like six o'clock in the morning on the day of his execution. And uh, St. John Fisher said, what time is it? Six o'clock? He said, well, when is my execution? Nine o'clock? He said, oh, I'm, I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> so he rolled over and went back to sleep. Unbelievable. It's an exceptional example, but it's like, it, it, it's, it's almost like scandalous peace, but mm. actually Jesus wants to give it to us. Amen. Yeah. And the Father has given us his Son. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we receive the life of his Son, Jesus Christ, into our own, mm-hmm. um, we find it. Mm-hmm. So gosh, sister, before we go, before we go, any uh, challenges? I do. Encouragement? I do. Um, I think I would say, similar to your sandwich story, but I would actually encourage you um, to come before the Lord, whether that be if you have a church accessible to you or just somewhere in your room or your house, to just come before the Lord, you know, in silence. Um, and, and, you know, I remember one priest giving the example of, imagine Jesus is there in front of you with a big box, you know, and just put everything in the box. Hmm. So just go through your thoughts, your life, what's weighing on your heart. You know, my job situation, my family, my relationship with my spouse, whatever. You know, my, this medical problem I have. Just keep putting everything in the box um, that Jesus is holding, you know. Giving your worries and concerns to him. Just, I just, yeah, I encourage you to try that this week. Wow. Um, and then, and then just ask, Lord, give me your peace. Amen. Yeah. That is beautiful, sister. hmm That is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I would, um, I think in closing, it's like, I would say in the today, throughout the day, just um, ask the Holy Spirit to give you three opportunities um, to give of yourself. Mm. Actually, to make just a, uh, an act of love or charity mm. or um, to give of yourself to another. Mm. And, and in that, it's like, it's almost, if we're stuck in any ruts, mm-hmm. um, in little things, mm-hmm. doing little things with love, um, it will create momentum, actually, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. spiritual momentum, and um, start generating uh, mm-hmm. this gift because what it gives you back is is mm-hmm. Jesus, is That's love, awesome. and uh, just three asking the Holy Spirit to don't even put it on yourself to say Holy Spirit, just give me three mm-hmm. little opportunities today mm-hmm. to to love. I love that. Yeah, and uh, and it's a powerful gift just to getting the engines uh, started again if. If yeah. that's what you're looking for. Yeah. I love that. And even that attentive, attentiveness to his invitation yes. to love, yes. which is his will always. And, and his will is our peace. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, sister, this has been really awesome. Gift to I, be with you, sister. A gift to be with you, sister. Would you like to close us in prayer? Sounds great. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we invite you into our hearts and we thank you for your presence with us, for your peace, for your calm, uh, for your love. We ask for every grace to turn our hearts over to you, to entrust them to you, to place them in your care, in your loving care, and to know the gift of your peace in the places we desire it most. 
we thank you ahead of time, Father, for caring for us and providing for us in and through the life of your resurrected Son, Jesus. Increase our faith in the power of his resurrection in our lives and especially those places we desire that power the most. And we just say glory be to the Father, to the, the Son, Son, and to, to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. God bless and keep all of you. Wonderful to be with you. And we'll talk to you next week. Pray for you. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.